Hi, and welcome to Moral High Ground, where we talk about what's morally right to you. Today, I'm going to talk about, once again, AI stuff, but this time, I'm going to a little deeper than that, because uh, there's things that people talk about when it comes to this future tech. They talk about trying to take a person's personality and putting it into a robot, or trying to take you know, their brain waves and person, you know, just a whole bunch of stuff. So the topic is, would you put your brain in a robot body? Now, if you watch C-Lab, you know, that was a running gag for the first episode of C-Lab, but I've actually been pondering it ever since recently. I found out that William Shatner is, well, if you don't know, he's in his nineties now. And you know, he wants to try to actually get into the future tech by putting his personality, his mind, his memories, and all these things into a robot body. Uh, one that looks similar to him. And they're like praising him for wanting to do this because he's well known as a sci fi actor, as Captain James T. Kirk, okay? And they think it'd be great for futures to come. And there was even talk on this thing I was saying, or watching, I mean, <laughs> saying. But what I was watching, and they were talking about how they wish Leonard Nimoy had did the same thing. Now, the only problem with this is that, you know, you're putting your whole mind, your body, your essence, you know. There's a quote in uh, The Wizard's Way. is a book that is about... Merlin in the Crystal Caves teaching King Arthur the lessons of the wizard. And he makes his quote saying that the body is a vessel that houses your memories. You know? So, in that sense, if you're putting your memories into a robot, well then you're pretty much alive. You know? And I'm not saying that's a, a bad thing, but then you get to the whole cyborg thing you know your six million dollar man type of thing and well i mean the best thing i can try to say is it's just really out there when you think about it because people already you know are sketchy about these the future tech i mean so many people are afraid of a terminator type future or one of those irobot type futures where these androids, humanoids, take over, destroy us, and things. And then if you go into, like I said, the bionic man type stuff, where, you know, you get a limb, and the limb costs, you know, $6 million, whatever. I know I sound like I'm getting into this big nerdy thing, but let's hear me out, okay? You're adding technology to enhance your human qualities. And to do that, you know, you have to go through all types of surgery. It's going to cost money for this future tech. It's not cheap, you know. But to go to extreme of taking your brain, a thing that houses all your consciousness, all your spirit pretty much, and putting it into a thing that pretty much doesn't need enhancements because it's already, you know, pretty much technologically enhanced, you know. It's quite dangerous if you think about it something that can bend steel or or something that can just like i mean i mean the 
the ideas are just in, in limitless, you know, I mean, limitless. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm saying it's limitless, <laughs> limitless. <laughs> I can't even talk. You know what I'm trying to say, target my audience. Okay. All I'm saying is that's wild, man. You know, a person that can see in any kind of type of spectrum, you know, a person that could, you know, hear from miles away or whatever to be able to detect things, be able to stand things, could probably see in freaking, you know, heat signatures and all this. This is like beyond regular human uh, understanding. And then to be able to put your mind into something like that and say, wow, you know, I can I can pick up radar signals now. I can hear sonar and all kinds of stuff. It's it's beyond crazy. And because, like I said, people already scared of a robot, android, humanoid, however you want to put it, future where they destroy us all. But think about the 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 frightening thought of putting a human brain in a robot body, especially one that is corrupted, one that's wicked at heart, one that despises people, but probably puts up a good act to make them seem like they're a caring person. There's tons of people like that in the world. They'll pretend to be your best buddy, go have drinks with you, and sleep with your girl, and then you'd be like, why'd you sleep with my woman? Oh, you know, what the hell? Because that was their intent in the first place. You know, there's wicked people out there. That's where I'm trying to get at. And if you put somebody's mind in there, I mean, when it comes to the price of a dollar, people don't care who you really are unless you're spending money on their project. You're spending money on their project, you're a good guy. Just think about that. If you were a person and you got a clothing line or you're trying to make one and you can't financially succeed unless you have an investment and somebody comes and says, hey, I'm willing to invest $100,000 in the make of your clothing line, try to pick up. I know it's not a lot of money, but it's enough to try to get you started and maybe it could last for at least two years. A woman that's trying to be a designer would jump on that. A lot of people would jump on that. And so they would love and honor that person for giving them the opportunity to do these things. And so with that being said, if you had a person who has enough money to buy this tech and put their mind in it, you know what I'm saying? And, you know what I'm saying? They're willing to go leaps and bounds to try to make this thing happen. You know, they're going to love this person. They're going to be like, wow, I love this guy. You know what I mean? So if this guy says, hey, I'm willing to invest you know, two, three million dollars to make sure that your technology becomes advanced. You're going to love them. And then if the guy comes to him again and say, hey, I want to put my brain and my memories and stuff into a robot body. They're not going to deny it because they've already been blessed by this guy with financial gain, you know, and success and whatever media or whatever took to, to get the attention to the cause that they're doing. And so by doing that, they're just going to accept it and they're going to put his brain in there without realizing the hidden secrets of the darkness within that person's mind. And that's what's threatening. That's what's dangerous. You know, anybody can, like I said, when money can do this. And it's with any type of thing. Like I said, it could be a music career. It could be, you know, like I said, a dance studio, whatever it is. You see somebody who has a vision to be an entrepreneur, to be a scientist, maybe they got a theory, they wanna take all the viruses in the world and put them together and try to make the ultimate vaccine. And you pay for it with the money, you got $40 billion all put into this. And they're gonna accept, they're gonna love the hell out that guy, I'm telling you. 
So that's the dangerous part of this is not knowing, not knowing, truly understanding and not knowing what this person is that's trying to do this. And is it for, you know, a hope and dream to be immortal in a true sense and in a sense where you feel like you're always there? Or is it the fact that you want to keep your memory alive so people will remember you for decades and generations to come? And that's kind of what William Shatner's trying to do, you know? But at the same time, like I said, it's a dangerous thought because of the wrong person. Anytime you put something in the hands of the wrong person, it's dangerous. And to put that type of, you know, power, what's it say, in the hands of some random person is beyond dangerous you know what I'm saying it's earth shattering and it's kind of like and I'm bringing up this subject too because it's something that's been kind of just rattling around in my brain like what the hell is wrong with this guy you know but you know you got this Jeff Bezos guy who runs Amazon he got money and he went up to the space just for one just to go up to space and come back I think it was billions of dollars or whatever but it's like, whoa, wait a minute. Just to go up to space? You couldn't go beyond that and find another type of, you know, thing. I mean, I don't know. Teachers on, you know. I'm not saying he's a bad guy for doing this. But what would be the real purpose of just trying to go up to space and you just to prove that you're rich? You know? And that's, that's just sad, you know? I don't know. To me, people waste their wealth. And squander it on the most ridiculous things, just to have a certain status, to prove that they're, you know, above everybody else, to, you know, make there some kind of hierarchy in society based off the dollar, the almighty dollar. And some things they're invested in and, and putting their money in is just not worth it. And I believe when it comes to the tech world, it kind of isn't. You know, some people believe already that, you know, robots have their own souls. AI technology has their own souls. You know, souls of people that pass and they're in there. But if that's the case, then the communication level is way different than ours. Because there's gaps in there. There's a level of understanding that has to be processed. And they have to analyze exactly what we say so they can respond back to us in a certain way. And the more you interact with it, the more it learns how to talk and mimic a human. So it's, I don't know if that's a true, you know, thing that they're souls from another dimension or whatever, past life people, whatever. But even if it's so, then we're supposed to honor our dead. And people don't do that. And if they did bring these souls back, we can't be afraid of them. We need to just try to make sure that they're learning the right things because that's a, it's just what it's supposed to be, a learning process. But they even believe that, you know, video games like Grand Theft Auto, the characters in there are alive, and, you know, and you're going to hell for everyone that dies. And this is a Christian belief system. In some ways, you can say so. But, you know, in all reality, it's some form of art, you know, video games are art because you have to design these things, these images, you have to give them personalities, give them individual voices, let them move, it doesn't necessarily mean they're alive, that's more of an artwork, an art form, 
and a program that's created to do these things at a certain time when certain things occur within the game. But as for an AI, you don't know what's really going to occur unless they program a bunch of dialogue into the thing and let it say it at random times. And then it picks up new dialogue as it starts to learn from you. So these two concepts, in a way, are not real in our life form. You know what I mean? Not in our state of mind. So, but with the human brain, the response time is, is spot on. And the dialogue is accurate to whatever, you know, individual say there's nobody programming it. It's coming directly from the main source. You know, nothing's programming it. Maybe God himself is programming it. That makes sense, you know. That's why we have mental monologues. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Cheer, laugh, whatever. That's another other show. But anyway, so. <laughs> that's kind of funny. But. Give me my head and be like, hey, you know, I be- well, I'm not going to go off topic. I'm not going to do it. Okay, but anyway, it's, this is something else. There's a another woman, a black woman that had a, a humanoid robot. And it's on this science thing about AIs. And she had one look, made to look exactly in her image and spent days going to this place talking to it, giving it its her personality. And this is where they were able to develop the technology and the information, the process, putting the personality into an android or humanoid. And they used her as the first person to do this. Now, because of her, this is why William Shatner's able to be able to do what he's trying to do. Because of her process, her effort, and time she put into making this exact clone of herself that has a memory of everything she's done in life, William Shatner now has the possibility of doing this and is doing this as we speak. And so, I don't know if it's a good thing. I say it's only a good thing if you can find somebody that's pure at heart, or good people who have good intentions, and tries to stay positive and guide people in the right path of righteousness you know I think if you put something corrupt someone wicked someone demented sick and perverted or whatever into this thing then you got a hell of a lot of dangerous things that's about to happen to people around the damn thing and society itself and somehow there has to be a level of Oh, I'm gonna say this. It has to be a level of between humanity and technology, but at the same time, a connection to where. I mean, because it's a new life form if you think about it. Once you put a human brain in it or something, it's a new life form. So it has to be a connection that can link them together to where both beings can coexist without chaos. If anything, these new beings that's human-made, you know, should be able to try to be our protectors or helpers, you know, and I I don't like to use helpers with that because, well, hey, there you go, Venture Brothers. (laughs) Go Team Venture, okay? So, (laughs) Helper was a robot in the Venture Brothers, you know, and he did all this stuff and he was very loyal to the Venture family. But at the same time, there was some times where he got corrupt because 
later on in the series, there's a thing where they find out there was a whole army of helpers that were killing people, and somehow helper is a good one. <laughs> anyway, they do that all the time in sci-fi. There's always somebody that's good, and there was a whole army of bad robots and all this, you know, but it's science fiction, and we're living in a state of reality, and I don't think the people that are uh, that intelligent... I mean, I'm not trying to insult people, but there are people that don't really understand it, let's just say it that way, or afraid because they're so used to this sci-fi, this, you know, rumor. It's kind of like a werewolf. You watch a bunch of werewolf movies and, you know, you think someone's going to turn into a werewolf when there's a full moon. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's just a rumor. It's not, a, you know, it's just a silly superstition, a modern day 21st century superstition. If anything, uh, techn technological enhancements with biological beings, I would say, is kind of a plus. I like the story. There's a story about a girl who lost her arms or were born with arms, and um, there was some kind of illness that ate at her hands to where she lost them, and she needed new limbs, and these doctors created one for her when she was a baby, a robotic hand and she was able to use it and then now she's she's been through many different hands and arms little, little arm hands i guess you call them i don't know but i don't know man i know it sounds stupid i'm a dude but it was heartwarming to me i was like oh this poor girl and then when she got the the new arms i was like wow i mean just to look at from what she had when she was a baby to what she got now it's like as if you know she's beyond the bionic man she's got these hands and they look like Hand, like you put your real hands inside a giant glove or whatever but it's not it's all robotics and it works with her mind and they're not connected like a wire to her inside her her you know de detached limbs you know nothing connected to veins or organs or nothing it's just something she slips on and it automatically works with her, her mind <laughs> so I, try, I try to mix mind and brain together I said, I said brine <laughs> but Anyway, so <laughs> what I'm saying is this is just that that's amazing to do something like that for some poor girl who lost her limbs when she was a baby. I mean, it blew my mind. And I was like, you know, I got teary eyed about it. I was like, oh my God, to help this poor little girl, you know. And I think even from, I can't remember what it was the age. I think she was like two when she lost her limbs. And then, like, from when the video showed that she was like, I think she was 15 or 16, and then she got this new technology in, on her. It's just, I don't know. And I don't even know why I went there, but if you've ever seen it, it's a little blonde haired girl, curly haired blonde girl, and uh, there's other people on the video, but she's the first thing they talk about. And it was it was just sad. To, and because the mother was telling a story how her daughter lost her arms, and that's where it got heartwarming when they gave her hands and stuff but it's just that type of stuff that's good use technology to benefit people to help them and help society and I think that's amazing but I think there's a little bit of arrogance selfishness and at the same time a little bit of just ridiculousness to want to put your brain in a robot body now, like I said, if like how William Shatner wants to preserve his image 
for future people to see, then that's kind of good. But we already had the, the, you know, the Hall of Presidents, you know what I'm saying? And Abraham Lincoln and all them dudes, even though they were animatronic, I mean, <laughs> but, you know, plus it was made, you know, decades and decades after the death of Lincoln and stuff like that and Washington and all that. So we really don't know who what those personalities was, but people know who William Shatner is, you know. And I, I like it when he's Danny Crane and uh, the, the, what do you call it? Boston Legal, that's the shit. Okay, Boston Legal, Star Trek, you know. There's nothing William Shatner does that's not too good. You know, everything he does is pretty good. TJ Hooker's all right. I liked him in uh, Third Rock from the Sun. He was like the giant head that they keep talking about all the time. And they finally show you what the big giant head looks like. It's William Shatner. <laughs> so... I mean, I enjoy that type of stuff, so I don't know, but I don't think there's no greater guy to, you know, there's other guys that's that's good out there, but I think that's a good person to start with, and I don't think William Shatner's intentions is to destroy humanity. I just think he has a love for sci-fi and stuff because he did it for so long, and he's actually, I mean, there's many other sci-fi things that was created in the 60s and stuff like that, that you know, came and went, but because William Shatner and Star Trek was so popular, he's a sci-fi icon, he's like the king, one of the kings of sci-fi, if you think about it, you know, because it's always taught, people always go back to James T. Kirk, you know, or is it Tiberius uh, Kirk? Anyway, so... My point of this is, and I just expose myself as a big Trek nerd, but <laughs> yeah, anyway, my point is that as long as it's in the right hands and the technology is used in the proper way, it could be beneficial to help everybody. Other than that, things can get really dangerous and out of control, and we will face the Terminator Armageddon that everybody fears so much. Do I think it is morally right to put your brain in a robot body? The answer is no. God would want his creation to stay intact and be able to walk among people the way God attends and, and, and learn and process and be able to create on its own. And our creation is a reflection of all his great creations. And People need to realize that if you create, then you're more godly than you realize. But if you destroy, well, you're more wicked than ever. And you're in line with the devil. It's just that simple when it comes to those concepts. So morally, it's wrong. But if it's a great mind, I believe that it might be a little bit right. Just like that girl that needed those limbs. It was right to give her something. And where to do that, now she can help, you know, just the technology that was there can help millions of other little girls and kids, just people in general, that's lost limbs. Because now they mentally know how to te- put these limbs on that can mentally work with the person's thoughts. That's amazing and a good thing. So, anyway, I believe good can happen, but... We must at least stay aware of what bad can happen. 
And with that being said, this is Shelby Lee Kyles, and this is Moral High Ground. Peace be with you all, and blessings upon you always.